Hello, this is the Sun Awards 2006 with me, Ed Horwich. In today's podcast, Tracy Gibbs is interviewing Andy Cheatham. Andy is creative director of the Cheatham Bell JWT agency in Manchester and one of the leading figures in the industry. So without any more ado, let's enjoy the podcast. It was recorded in September 2006. Okay, um, just so a little overview of who you are and what you do. And okay, I'm Andy Cheatham, creative director of Cheatham Bell JWT Manchester, um, and I have been creative director of this company for 14 years. So I'm probably one of the longest standing, <laughs> if not the longest standing, creative directors outside of London. Um, uh, we've won over the years countless mm. awards, uh, including I don't know how many roses, probably about somewhere near 80 or so. Um, pretty good. Can Lions, DNA D nominations, um, campaign press, campaign poster, Epicas, uh We've been in most things. And of course, this year you received the Lifetime Achievement Award yes, from the Roses. Yeah, winner this year of the which Lifetime nice. Achievement Award, which I felt was came a little bit too early in my career and uh, usually reserved for dead people. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was um, a mixed, <laughs> mixed feelings. But I was very happy to receive it, but uh, but uh, kind of felt a bit, a bit early in my bit career. Early in the time. And I'm only just beginning. <laughs> um, so we're talking basing this around photography and you as a commissioner of photography yeah. so I mean how do you decide on a photographer and the criteria you look for i.e. their portfolio their personality their track record um, well it's a combination um, here um, as creative director I uh, have a lot of teams underneath me and in general I let them come up with the choice of photographers and then we'll sit down and chat about uh, who is best for the job. Uh, we would look at, um, first of all, we look at their portfolio and whether um, their style suited the job. Um, we would look at track record um, mm. because yeah, it's nice to know that uh, the person you're dealing with um, has dealt with similar clients of a similar size and um, has the experience to cope with whatever we throw at them or whatever problems might occur on the job. Um, uh, we'd, uh, yeah, then we'd look through um, and really then concentrate on matching the style of photography to the brief. Uh, after that we'd look at, we'd contact the photographer and talk more about what we got to do yeah. and see how they interpreted the job. Because quite often, you're, it, that's where a photographer will fall down. They'll think of the, their interpretation of the visual will be so way away from our own that we realise they just haven't got it. Yeah. And that's the bit where more photographers fall down than anything, I, I think. Um, other than budget, which is always, you know, we yeah. tend to have what we have on, on budget. Um, so. Mm -hmm will come pretty uh, uh, clean, clear up front about where the costing yeah. is, what the client's got to spend. 
um, and um, hopefully the photographer can work within that. If not, we have to move on. Yeah. So within that, do, do you, as a policy of creative head, have a policy to look for new, unheard of talent? Um, Is that something you look to? Yeah, I mean, unheard of talent it's, it, it, it is a massive gamble mm. so the only way that you can work that is if you have an opportunity where you're perhaps looking for uh, something more than the budget can really stand right so you're looking for somebody to uh, you're going to take uh, give them the chance yeah. but in return you know you want more than more than, more than uh, you know more than the budget will stand, really. Uh, and normally, you know, that, that doesn't mean the photographer has to be out of pocket mm. in actual outgoings, but it, it it means that they have to look at the day rate and, you know, make adjust yeah. adjustments accordingly. And I'm not a fan of asking for something for nothing, although I know it does go on um, even within, within here. I know that certain yeah. art directors will approach photographers because they have projects that they want to get through yeah. uh, and sometimes you know the only way of, of selling something into a client is to actually get out there mm -hmm. get it done and show them how show it works them. yeah okay um, I mean how much importance do you place on the right photography for the campaign oh massive I mean you know um, I think in today's world um, the photographers, the right photography is so much more important because people are less willing to accept uh, substandard stuff. Uh, I think we all know that the way technology is gone, that we people can spot mm. can spot error a mile off, and they just will not they will not tolerate it. So, a poor retouch, a bad comp. Mm. Uh, badly shot anything um, sticks out like a dog's tail. <laughs> um, so kind of what were your thoughts on, uh, on the, the importance of vehicles to showcase photographers like paid ones like Contact and Select and through to something more regional like Sun? Um, I think Sun's a good thing because it's, it's more of an independent, it doesn't really you know cost us anything and um, it's it's a good independent showcase run by um, you know uh, photographers outside London. I, I think it's a very honourable and a good and a good thing. Um, I, I'm less in favour of the big agents. Mm. Um, certainly, when you deal with London photographers, you always have to deal with the agent, and you can just see the money racking up. You know, and for quite often people that needn't be there I think I think in the very big London agencies I can see the need for protection um, by art buyers and by agents mm. uh, but outside of London when the agencies get smaller the budgets get smaller the clients get smaller there's a need to strip those away yeah okay nice question for you your favorite shoot and why that oh, you've done. I've had many, so many, many brilliant <laughs> shoots. Um, my favourite, favourite, favourite. Well, I've done some brilliant shots with um, uh, in the outdoor world. Um, 
certainly in the in the early 90s um, I did a, um, a two-week shoot with Nick Brown mm. and we uh, we at the time the agency had no money Nick had no money and the client had probably even less um, and it was for Berghaus and uh, we jumped in an old battered out car we had two guides in a, another car and we drove all over the Alps we didn't have a set agenda we didn't really know where we we're going we just had a list of the sort of shots that we needed to take um, and we we did the Italian lakes we did Chamonix we did Switzerland uh, we'd do two or three nights somewhere get a shot yeah. um, and then move on and really we were just tasked with bringing back a bag full of shots nice. and it was just great fun we worked hard we played hard <laughs> we uh, we used to race from um, destination to destination so we'd leave Chamonix in, in the morning and uh, be heading down to uh, the Gordon Verge perhaps um, and uh, set off in two cars and we'd say we'll see you in the village green in such and such a place or in the village square first one there and yeah. you know we'd have to choose our route to get there and it was just a brilliant time it's the sort of time that you know as the business has grown the responsibilities got more um, it's just something that won't happen again and it's, it's probably something that if my employees were doing that, that <laughs> randomly I'd be quite upset so um, it's funny how the uh, the, th the world turns sometimes. Growing up as well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've grown up. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Kind of a bit more of a controversial question for you, with the kind of the increasing demand on yourselves from clients to see photo finish layouts at the initial stage of creation. Has that influenced the end photography shoots? As in, you know, the client's seen an image, maybe it's a, a library image used on the photo finish layout, they're less inclined to look at scamps anymore? Yeah, without, without doubt, it's, it's become uh, clients' willingness to accept rough visuals is becoming less and less. Um, they, they have less vision, perhaps. Uh, or certain clients do. I mean, we've, we've got some some great ones, but certain clients have less vision than uh, they used to when we were just doing line drawings. Mm. Um, now, um, with all the testing and uh, research that goes on, mm. you really have to produce these highly finished layouts, and that does it does put you uh, put the blinkers on at times, and and and. Um, the creative process is an evol ever-evolving thing. Um, so, okay, a, a creative team might come up with an idea, but then, as uh, um, as different people come into the process, they should all be able uh, to add add something. Yeah. Um, and I think the trouble with uh, things nowadays is. You know, we've also got a decreased um, de decreased thinking time just because of financial pressures and the way that, yeah. that things have gone. I mean, I'm not moaning about it because it's that's great. what's happened. You yeah. know, that, um, this isn't a, 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 a rant. It's you know the way life is. Mm -hmm. um, but we've got um, more time pressures on thinking. Um, 
again because you know uh, creative presentations you used to have to wait for a meeting and book it in and then you'd you know obviously you've got thinking time now clients want things PDF'd over immediately and sometimes you get in the morning to do something and they want to see it in the afternoon and they want it highly finished um, so what happens is you get less thinking time less uh, and things have got to be more highly visualized when presented so post presentation you get less opportunity to influence the the outcome yeah. um, I, all too often we go to a photographer with uh, an image that we've already scanned in um, or just say give us one of those and actually we want the light in the same place we want the yeah. hair exactly like this we want this we want that we want this yeah you know, and and um, you know, I feel for photographers because it, it is compromising their art in, in in many ways. Okay, this is the the change we're seeing, which kind of then leads us to um, our other friends' photo libraries. How do you see their role within the work you produce nowadays? Has that changed? Uh, well, I think photo libraries um, have always been a source of reference. Mm. And I think they they know that, and that's part of part of the gamble they take. Um, we don't use too much stock photography. Um, I feel that they're still, they still price themselves out. Mm -hmm. I think one of the great things about uh, working with most northern photographers is that um, they do understand that repeat phase can cause difficulties um, and uh, that uh, um, the London agencies often price themselves right out of the game by you know wanting to make and make and make and make yeah. again for usage um, and the, the stock libraries are uh, in that same bracket you know they'll charge you for the slightest use on anything and you know um, and uh, I'd much rather deal directly with the, the real person yeah mm -hmm. okay so, would you have any advice um, for photographers on promoting themselves and bringing their work to your attention? It's quite difficult Even to get things like to you see don't me. Like, <laughs> not, yeah, or um, like mailers we, or things yeah. that you approaches that don't work as well. well. What doesn't work? Uh, I think far too much money is uh, spent on mailing out shot after shot after shot. Um, I also think quirky mailings don't work. Mm. I think a good, efficient, quick uh, website is a great place to be. Um, I think we're bombarded with too many web links. Um, if I get one from, from a photographer, unless it's connected with the job, mm. unfortunately, you know, I'll either delete it straight away or put it somewhere to look at later and never get around to it. Um, I think if you if if you do manage to get through and somebody thinks well I'll have a look at that website then it's got to work really really quickly yeah because there's nothing worse than sitting waiting while something you know downloads um, yes broadband and uh, the speed of uh, the internet has made it uh, a fantastic tool for displaying things. But in the meantime, um, people have started, uh, web companies have started harnessing that technology. Mm. So 
the complexity of the science is going up as fast as the the, the speed of the yeah. of the delivery, and so sometimes you don't notice any change. So I would say keep it simple, keep it quick, keep it efficient. Um, yeah, in our place we have a, um, an art buyer who's Lisa Bell, and she does um, see uh, as many photographers as she can. And we do when a new person comes in, we tend to get all the teams in to have a look at the book. And um, um, so I don't see that many. I tend to see people that are put forward by the teams, and then we go from there. Okay. One little thing, just want to bob in there. Do you take your own pictures? Do I? Well, if you like to be right, there's a camera on my desk. Um, do I take my own pictures commercially? No. No, for yourself. For my yes, yeah, yeah I do, and I've actually um, pre the digital era, I was uh, pre the digital photography where SLRs became more cost, mm. uh, you know, effective. Probably not the right word, but you know, more affordable. Yeah. Uh, you know, 35 mil. I used to take a few rolls on holiday and always have a roll going here and there, but uh, it wasn't so much the cost of getting it developed, it was the hassle of you know, right. taking it and walking into Boots or wherever you are, Max Spielman, which they seem to have now mm. gone, um, and waiting for your prints, going back the next day, and then half of them would be rubbish. Um, I love right. the digital era, I think it's fantastic. Um, I did, yeah, prior to that I used to take a lot of video and, and edit it, um, but now I've moved on to, um, yeah, on to photography. I, I do think photography is a lovely thing, it just captures a moment fantastically. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think one question you probably left out is digital versus film. Uh, you know, it's a bit of an old chestnut, but yeah, we can do that one. Well, I mean, it's, 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 I think is there still a space the, for film? I think We'd the like time's so. coming. I, I have been a film snob. Mm. A film snob are, uh, for my uh, commercial photography, let's say. But recently I've done a lot of brilliant things with digital photography and the time is coming, sadly. Mm. I, think, um, I think with certain real... Um, uh, different films like perhaps black and white yeah. makes a difference um, I just think y you can do so much in the, uh, with digital it's going that way and I think people need to wake up to that I mean, as an agency we're starting starting to right. request it whereas at one point we say well it's up to you which would you prefer the, prefer to work in mm -hmm. now we're requesting it speed uh, speed of being able to look at something look at it, and yes. say, yeah, that worked. Yeah. You know, the old Polaroid backs and pulling the colours <laughs> off and waiting, and you don't really know because the, oh, don't look at it for colour. No. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's just composition. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think also clients are impatient as well and, uh, and less confident mm. or less trusting let's put it that way so you bring a client on a shoot and they see a polaroid they don't really know what they're approving because you you know it's the old putting it. their arm around them and saying don't worry uh, yeah. what i've just said to you you know yeah. the color's going to be right the, <laughs> you know oh yeah but 
Polaroid doesn't respond to light in the same way as film. All these things that you know we're, we're used to as yeah. native people over the years. And there's a client looking at this little piece of paper that doesn't really look like what, what they're being spending sold. a lot of money. Sp- yeah, exactly. They get sp- this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're spending the price of a, a nice extension on their house or <laughs> whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, and they're expected to approve it on, on, on that piece of paper. Whereas digitally, you know, it comes up on a screen, yeah. uh, the photographer can uh, bend the curves, do a little bit of playing around, show, you know, show it how, it, how yeah. it's going to be, and everybody's happy. Um, and I think that's, that's a really good thing, because um, what you don't want is uh, arguments post mm-hmm. Uh, post a client spending yeah. their budget, you don't want to go there with a f- photography and then say, "Well, that's not what I saw, or that's not what I approved." Or that's very disappointing. Yeah. Do you feel that with the digital though? But do you, do you feel it? Have you do you employ the support to the photographers that realization that the pricing structure that there's been on on for photographers has changed. The, the digital era has changed that. People appreciating the post-production time. Yeah, I think as so. As into the, you know, everyone, yeah. everyone knew what they were paying for before. Here's yeah. a roll of film. It's cost you X. Yeah, it, dep- it depends. Uh, depends how we look at it. I mean, we've got we've got quite a big retouching department mm. here, so we'll, in general, we'll bring that retouching in house and um, you know make it part of our budget. Mm. So um, yeah. I suppose the film cost that used to be associated with any shoot. I mean, if you were doing a decent shoot, you'd be doing, you know, however many rolls or sheets or yeah. whatever. You know, that that has obviously gone. The technology, the cost of the technology, has gone up. Mm. You know, the cost of entry has gone up. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, you know, there's kind of a bit of a trade-off the film cost versus the increased cost in, mm. in time and equipment. Um, it will settle down. Yeah. It will settle down. Um, at the end of the day, I, I, I think it's about overall cost now. It's not about, it's not about, well, this bit costs that and this bit costs that. It's... I tend to negotiate in a this is what we've got style. Yeah. I never ask how much and I tell my people not to ask how much because I think asking how much actually in general ends up with an awkward conversation. Um, and um, because there always is a budget, yeah. the, the clients have a budget, we have a budget. Uh, and so why shouldn't that budget be shared with the photographer straight away? It saves a lot of work, mm. a lot of heartache. Um, I think when you go to a t- photographer and say, how much, you'll, they'll think, well, or quite often, they'll not quite know what to do. So they'll think, well, do I price for the perfect job and come down? Mm-hmm. In which case, I could be so far out it makes life very awkward or do I price low to get the job I think in most cases they try for the perfect job especially with us because we're a big agency yeah 
Then we get the awkward conversation where they've come in at perhaps double the budget. So then you have to say, well, we've only got half, and that's the maximum, half of what you know, you're asking for. So uh, then it becomes very awkward because that means the photographer then has to either, <laughs> either do the same job for that yeah. and therefore one would question how much was being made Indeed. in the first place or come back and say well you can't have what I said you could have yeah. both are awkward situations so the school of we've got is, mm. is, is you know how I, how I work and how mm. I ask my people to work might not be the ideal thing for some people and it certainly doesn't go down well with the London photographers but I'm afraid it's it's a this way of life and it saves a hell of a lot of time, time. absolutely um, and I mean sometimes there's room for negotiation but it's never massive yeah. um, well, there you go thank you for your uh, your time and your candle Good. and um, thank you very much again to see this year's Sun Awards and to find out how to enter for the 2007 awards, go to the website shotupnorth.co.uk.